Hey yo, welcome back to Maji Dayo, the podcast where we talk about Majiska Gakuen, uh, the J-drama produced by AKB48. I am your host, Raiden, and this is my co-host, Elliot. Hello. And we're back with another episode. Uh, we didn't, we don't have any new one for this week, I believe. Right? Because mm-hmm. we skipped a week. Basically. We did skip a week. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I had finals. <laughs> yeah, we we're busy. It's the holidays, so yeah, uh, yeah. So we're a little sporadic on our schedule here, but we're back <laughs> on track with another ep. And I, I will say, I, I just want to say this right now. This ep is so good. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a quality so ep compared good. to last episode. Yeah. Thank God, because the last Thank episode was just God. disappointment. The episode. Yeah. This one. This one's good. This one's good. But um, I mean, there's some we, things yeah. I don't like, but it's good. Well, before we get that to that, um, mm-hmm. let's talk about any idle news, like we do. I'm gonna any be idle honest. News? Um, other than uh, Yui trying to also be a troll and being like, I have. Nothing special to it. I know. Sorry. <laughs> so it was <laughs> Yui's birthday theater show. Yui Han, so Yokoyama Yui Team A. Um, uh, her birthday theater concert was last night of the date of this recording. Uh, and so, you know, they do that when they do that graduation announcement. They were they're always like about to take a bow, and they're like, "Oh wait, I have an announcement." And uh, she took a page out of, like, Yukian's book and was like, uh, I actually don't have anything to announce. I'm just <laughs> messing with you. God. And I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I like making you all suffer. You're welcome. <laughs> Maybe the... Because Yukian, before she did that and saying she was going to be an idol till she was 30, they did go on a walk. Maybe this was planned. Oh, maybe that was their plan all along. They're like, okay, then, like, let's be on my birthday concert, I'll say something along the same lines. And I'm like, you guys are the worst. Y'all are giving us heart attacks. Stop. I know. I don't need this. Other than that, I don't think there's been. I mean, I know AKB is going to perform at Kohaku. Mm -hmm. uh, But I don't know anything other like any other news other than that to be honest i haven't been paying much attention recently one like i said i had finals and two i've been mostly in old nmb members (laughs) wikipedia pages for the last like week i'm dead (laughs) Uh, actually i i do have some news i just remembered i saw it this morning um Sashi got picked for to be like one of the oh, yeah the runners for torch the torch for the Olympics runners? right yeah that's so and I'm awesome. just like why would you choose Sashi she's such a terrible athlete <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's cool especially since she won like woman of the year no it's great, it's great but <laughs> at the same time 
all the episodes of AK Girl Bingo can't run. where they have to do any sort of athleticism comes back to mind. It's like, oh no. no. If, you, if you've ever watched the, the AKB Machaike ep- special episodes, oh my God, um, yeah. they had to do a sports festival one and Sashi was so... I mean, she wasn't the worst, but she was down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't it... Wasn't it Reina that was the worst? Matsui Reina? Matsui Reina, yeah. She she God. was another level of awful. I just picture, um, I picture her doing the hurdle jump and she just like jumps into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's, that's going to be an experience. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't wait to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that's all the news that I remember reading so far I mean to to be fair I also haven't been looking at any other mm-hmm. news uh, or looking for news and I don't really know a lot of the younger members yet um, so anything related to them to the newer newer gen I have no we're gonna keep clue, talking about all these old people that graduated like 10 years ago <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, it's a lot of international fans mm-hmm. only ever really talk about graduated members this, this anyway. This is true. <laughs> um, so I don't fault us for that. It's just that's the gen that we know. And mm-hmm. it's always hard for international fans to get to know newer gens because there's no content out there for them that's accessible to us yeah that that Um, is true unless you get the rare occasion like um oguri yui she's a newer gen uh but because they've been pushing her more now we've been seeing her but like right other people other people like within her own generation i don't have any clue who they are because yeah they don't get pushed into the singles. Uh, I only really knew about Yui Yui because of Maji Murray Gakuen, to be honest. Um, so it was like, which is a uh, was it, which is like a spinoff of like, yes. the Majiska series. Yes. Um, and she uh, was the lead in that. Yeah, so. and that's yeah. So it's that and like she was in that teacher teacher single huh? and like so yeah she's been pushed a lot so. I sorry, I just hate that that's song. That's really the only reason. Um, she's a cute kid, no lie. But again, like I don't know a mm-hmm. lot about her gen. I don't know a lot of the newer gens because I am not, or don't have access to spaces mm-hmm. that promote them. Um, because you you really have to kind of be in like Japan to yeah and attend like the theater mm-hmm. concerts to be able to like connect with other girls, and it's not always that easy. No. But anyway, we're getting into like a really different topic about <laughs> well, <laughs> about that, and we're not. Yeah, let's. We're not. That's not what this podcast about is about. The actual episode, shall we? <laughs> yeah, I know, and I know you're eager to get to this. episode. I'm eager to cry for the next hour. Because <laughs> that's what this is oh, going man. to be. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, this is episode six, titled. Shibia of the Four Heavenly Queens appears, and it's our very first episode, as the title suggests, that focuses a little bit more, a lot a bit more, <laughs> on one of the mm-hmm. Four Heavenly Queens. And uh, we start this episode 
not with Maida or Daruma. We actually start with Yuko and Sato walking off mm-hmm. onto the roof um, to get some alone time together. As Yuko has come back to the school um, from the hospital and <laughs> she's complaining that there's too many old guys at the hospital. <laughs> Over there, Which is yeah. hilarious because <laughs> she's also an old man. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you just attract the same kind of person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But then Sato is being a good friend uh, and is like, hey, is, is it okay for you to leave? the hospital should you mm-hmm. even be here and yuko of course is dismissive she's like oh it's fine don't worry about me i'm okay they her mm-hmm. her words are like they examine me every day and then they say there's nothing serious or whatever and i'm like that's a lie that's you're a liar you liar <laughs> yeah um you, you you can like sato actually notices that like yuko is sweating yeah um, and i'd like to comment it's like the end of january yeah. So there's. So it's. She shouldn't really be sweating, standing outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think actually I would even argue that this is like. Maybe Sato's like confirmation, mm-hmm. or like a confirmation for Sato, that everything is really really not as okay as Yuko makes it seem. Uh huh. And we can get that in their kind of like in their conversation because Yuko is so. Um kind of worried about graduation oh yeah and about time and mm-hmm. i think that sato picks up on that but i think there's also a part of sato that's just kind of in denial about everything else mm-hmm. too i mean um, they're like they're super close actually the next episode mm-hmm. shows their relationship a little bit more uh like their history a little bit more than this one does right so we'll get into it a little bit more then but you know they're very they're close and so, of course, she's going to be mm-hmm. worried. But also, because Yuko is so strong, we'll talk about that a little bit later in this episode, actually. Um, her, like, denying it a little bit does make sense. Because, like, come on, it's Yuko. Well, yeah, I think it's it's a lot of, like, you know how when you're young, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm, like, invincible. Like, I can't get sick. I can't die. I don't necessarily think it's that she thinks she's necessarily invincible. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think she's kind of aware that whatever is happening to her is not good and it's not getting any better and that's why she tells sato like oh like do what whatever you want with this i was saying sato that's a part of we were talking about sato Sato Sato. being in denial so i thought you were were talking about yuko sorry uh yeah i was talking about sato and how you mentioned her denial about what's going on with yuko um Mm -hmm. not necessarily yuko being in denial because kind of even with this conversation like you were saying yuko's obvious uh is is very aware of something's happening like and it's not getting better she's just acting like no it's okay i'm fine don't worry about me to sato Mm -hmm. but she's aware of what's happening and it makes me cry (laughs) (laughs) um they're interrupted by Dharma, <laughs> Dharma <laughs> yelling, "Atsune, Atsune!" Mm-hmm. Uh, and that immediately catches uh, Yuko's attention. Um, and so we see them actually watching Dharma chase after Atsuko, and you know them, I guess, walking home because it's after school. Yeah, they're they're leaving the school, so yeah, they're they're walking home. And before we keep going, I would like to mention this one line that we did kind of skip over. Uh, Yuko 
before Daruma interrupts them, says to Sato, one of my favorite things is watching the scenery here with you. And I oh, just right. die on the inside yeah, yeah. every time. Gotta have, gotta oh. have that, gay, that gay angst. The gay angst. Uh, okay, I'm done screaming about it. It's just so good. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, we can well, I, I will say, I will say that, like, you definitely, from, like, right away, for this scene, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, you, you get the sense of how close the relationship is, how mm-hmm. very much they have a sense of respect for one another, mm-hmm. um, and so it's definitely an interesting thing to see, uh, because, well, I mean... To be fair, like we actually don't get to see a lot of Yuko's relationship with all the other queens. No, and um, it's a shame. It is, but we do get to see her relationship with Sato, mm-hmm. and I think um, that it's a really interesting one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll we'll see more of them um, oh, yeah. as the season pro- uh, more of like you said before their history, mm-hmm. um, more of their interactions yeah. as we continue into these more. Um, Queen Rapapa heavy mm-hmm. episodes. I would say for the rest of the season, actually, we get more into the Yeah, you're right. Um, mm-hmm. I I would kind of consider this episode as like a turning point in. Yes, I would too. The the narrative a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and like what. No, not what. Who it's focusing on, because like before right. it was very. Um, Maida and Daruma, almost exclusively with a little bit of Yuko, with a little mm-hmm. very, very, very minimal part of uh, Rapaha in general, but mm-hmm. now we're starting to see a shift. And like, hey, like I said, we opened this episode with Yuko, actually, instead of Maida. So mm-hmm. things are gonna get... Yeah. Things are gonna get good. <laughs> yeah, so... Extra good. Some of those other episodes are also good, but I'm biased. Yeah, so... so. Yuko is asking kind of out loud, like, oh, you know, when's graduation coming? Mm-hmm. And almost kind of as an aside to herself, she's like, oh, is there enough time? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sada actually gets kind of this look on her face. Yeah. Where she's just like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is there enough time? Um, but Yuko is just kind of like, oh, I'll take care of Maida. Like, don't worry. Like, it, you know, that's my... Mm-hmm. Uh, issue to solve and the scene kind of just ends with them you know continuing to watch uh, the scenery on the rooftop before we cut to uh, the theme song mm-hmm. and since we like pointing out differences in the theme song the only one this time is that um, Shibuya gets her own like card I'm going to call it that in the theme song. Because mm-hmm. before, she was just shown as the part of Rapapa, but now, since she's the villain of the episode, she gets her own. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. Everything else is the same. Yeah. And we cut we cut to the grill, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Favorite transition. We have to. And, uh, and we see uh, Unagi telling Hormone that uh, Yuko has showed up it seems like mm-hmm. uh, and they're all very excited about it yeah and i would like to talk about this shot because it's a very good one because there it's um it goes 
from each member of Team Hormone in a circle because mm-hmm. they're all sitting around the grill. So it's like the camera's on yeah. the grill and is turning around as each of them talks. Talks in quotations because Mukuchi doesn't talk. She tries to. <laughs> she like, she tries to. And then <laughs> they like, her. yeah, they speak over her. Mm-hmm. Um, Akicha is like super excited. Oh, She's yeah. like, I want to meet her in person. <laughs> um, and again, like we, we mentioned this before, but it's, they seem to have like this weird relationship with Rapapa because yeah. it's like a love and hate. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, or like one of admiration, but also kind of of jealousy yeah, and yeah. like, because before they're like, oh, you know, fucking Rapapa, they're so like tyrannical, but it's like, mm-hmm any mention of Yuko and they're like oh, starstruck. Yeah, I, I was wondering because I actually started um, I know I kind of meant, was the one to mention that before and I was doing notes for this episode I was like, hmm, I wonder if it is specifically for Yuko. I, I think what we were talking about before mm-hmm. fit very well with their weird respect kind of thing for the queens where they're like, oh these guys are still cool but we still don't like mm-hmm. them. But with Yuko, I wonder if it's just a completely different thing where Rapapa as a I mean, whole it, is it tyrannical, could be. but they are so. But Yuko like, is considered. Yuko is considered part be. of Rapapa, and that's why I say it's, they still it, have that. It's still weird. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. It's still weird, but I, I don't know. I think in their opinion of Yuko, it's. I think their like for Yuko kind of outweighs the. The, well, the part of it too is just probably bit. like bad writing because oh yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem like they they the writers could decide how hormone feels about Rapapa. Like mm-hmm. it feels like they're kind of like flip flopping between them, these two like oh, extremes. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I we weren't watching this show for good writing, so <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. But yeah, continue what you were saying about the shot. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I was just saying as. It spins around very, very slowly, so it's not, like, dizzying or anything. But it goes from each member of Team Hormone. And then once it gets back to Wota, it keeps going. And suddenly, Daruma's there in the circle. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, what are you talking about? This Oshima person. And it freaks Team Hormone out. They all jump back. They're like, where did you come from? I know. It's funny that they didn't even notice, like, don't remember. They were too busy gossiping, because that's what... Yeah. That's just what they do. And, um, Unagi is even like, you idiot, Yuko is special! And then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. And then they get back into a little bit of Yuko's backstory. Um, mm-hmm. Things they would actually hear, you know. Uh, and it's that she alone, as a freshman at Majijo, beat... 30 Yabakune kids. Yeah, that's wild. 30. <laughs> that's like... By herself. By herself. And that's like the size of a whole class. Like, yeah. the classroom. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, they say that she was like, even saying, oh, this is fun, and laughing while she was covered in blood. Uh-huh. And, and saying things like, oh, she's, she's like, like a, a demon, demon that was born to fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which... I noted in my notes as a very funny, like, thing, because they, I think in the first episode, they weren't specifically talking about Maida at that point from what they knew, but they also mm-hmm. called her, like, a monster or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, Ha-ha. Ha, parallels. Parallels. Whee. Yeah. 
That was so fun. And then Daruma goes back into manager mode, and she's like, yeah. if Kasune takes on Rapapa or Oshima, she'll beat them easily. And Team Horrible's just yeah. like, but no matter which way you look at her, she's so, she doesn't look strong at all. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still funny that even after all they've seen, like, of mm-hmm. Maida and seen her fight other people, or at least heard of her, like, beating other people, like, they're still, like... She's they still have this like doubt in their minds that mm-hmm. she's legit. And I just think that's so funny. Cuz <laughs> cuz like they even experienced firsthand of like her kicking their asses yeah. and they're still like nah, it, nah. It's, this has to be a fluke somehow. <laughs> <laughs> she's beaten all these people, it has to be a fluke. You know. Yeah. Especially Chokoku since they all got their asses kicked by Chokoku. By Chokoku, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Dharma actually takes a piece of meat off the grill and just immediately tries to eat it. And they're all like, hey! <laughs> and she's just like, this is gross! <laughs> How do you guys keep eating this? And they're like, they, no one said you could take any. <laughs> she's just swiping in their food now. Yeah. Uh, Dead. Oh, man. And then it goes back to Maida as she turns back to her lunch. And then we just see, like, this bright red shoe come out of the corner and kick her uh, desk yeah. and just knock everything off the table. And the camera pans, mm-hmm. and it's Shibuya. And everyone stands up yeah. like, oh, shit! Yeah. And um, She's definitely mm-hmm. pissed off. Oh, um, yeah. From the very beginning, she's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Maida's just sitting there like, my lunch. <laughs> yeah, she really is. Like, that was my lunch. My food that my dad prepared for me. My lovely dad who loves and cares about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, like imagining him prepare like a little oh. bento for her. Oh, it makes oh. me like my heart. I feel like he'd be one of cry. The, It makes me think of like when you're a kid and your mom packs your lunch for you, how sometimes they'll leave, like she'll leave a little note in it, be like, I hope you have a good yeah. day. He's that dad. He's that dad. Oh, yeah. I love him. You what ruined if- it, Shiba. You ruined that lunch. I know. <laughs> God. Um, but Shiba is basically um, trying to egg Maida on to like fight her mm-hmm. she's like bring it on like I'm ready to take you Maida hasn't said anything nor reacted to anything as per usual yeah she does um, but Dharma immediately gets angry mm-hmm. um, and she's like hey like what are you doing you know and gets all up like impersonal in Shibuya's space then we get like a really close up of uh, Dharma's like eyes and Mm -hmm. and they seem to actually widen um in fear yeah and she even like starts shaking a little bit too Mm -hmm. um and she slowly like turns her gaze towards maida who's watching her by the way she's yeah she's not looking at shibuya she's looking at daruma and kind of Mm -hmm. has this look of slight concern maida is the most expressive character but she's has some sort of like confusion or concern mm-hmm. about Dharma because I mean she's never been like this before, you know. Right, so she's always the mm-hmm. the first one to like jump to action exactly. and not back down. Um, but to see her suddenly take pause, you know, mm-hmm. and and react in that way is you know surprising to Maida. Yeah, 
Shibuya grabs Thoderma and is just like, do you want to go first? Huh? And Thoderma's just still staring at Maida like, help me. Help me. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely like a, a plea for help. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that Maida has the like capacity to pick up on that. No. Necessarily. I, like yeah, she doesn't quite so. understand what, why like Dharma is looking at her like that. Mm-hmm. Why she's suddenly reacting the way that she is. But yeah, like she, Shibuya threatens not only Dharma, but she threatens like Team Hormone as well, who are just yeah. who just happen to be there. Yeah, they have nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like you're in our classroom. Like what the hell? <laughs> I mean, she is one of the queens, so I guess that kind of gives her like reign to do whatever she wants. Right, that's Especially true. But it's just like they're just innocent bystanders in all this. They haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> it's Shibuya. She's just anger incarnate. She doesn't care. Yeah. Um, but bunching notes, like, she's like, oh, okay, so it's finally started. This mm-hmm. this war with the queens, they're finally making their move. And Shibuya, Shibuya just leaves, mm-hmm. saying that she's going to squash Maida like yeah. a bug. <laughs> it was, it's a very uh, interesting thing, because she even makes, like, um, like, this gesture towards Maida, where she, her hands open as she, at her face first, and then she slowly, like, curls yeah. in her fingers. It's very weird. <laughs> Maida just doesn't even um, she's not even phased <laughs> she's just staring at her like okay my lunch mm-hmm. <laughs> my lunch yeah. <laughs> you ruined my lunch uh, she actually goes back to like try to readjust her mm-hmm. desk um, but then she she looks at Dharma and Dharma is still freaking out mm-hmm. I would say she's even having like an anxiety attack oh, oh definitely because um, she's like in this one moment having a lot of short breath she's shaking mm-hmm I would say almost hyperventilating, but not enough to actually be hyperventilating. Yeah. She's she's not hyperventilating, but it's definitely, like, she's kind of almost getting yeah. there. Definitely in a kind of panic mm-hmm. state. And Maida actually takes note of it. So she's actually, like, watching the way that Dharma mm-hmm. uh, is reacting in that moment. She doesn't say anything, but definitely... She, she's watching. It's more... Yeah, she's definitely watching. And it's way more of a reaction than, like, episode one Maida would have given oh, yeah. to Dharma. Episode one um, Maida probably just would have picked up her food and just went back to eating. Right. <laughs> My lunch. We're seeing growth, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? Growth. <laughs> growth, yes. And then the scene transitions after that to the Rapapa Club room, actually, where... Shibuya mm-hmm. and Sato are talking, and Shibuya's still trying to get Sato to let her do anything with Maida, and Sato's like, no, you can't do anything. That's not Yuko's orders. That's my orders. And then Shibuya, like, chuckles, and she's just like, being afraid of- people being afraid of Rapapa is laughable. And I'm right. just like, what? You're a part of Rapapa. What are you talking about? You I want mean, to be I think feared, part of it don't is... you? <laughs> Well, I mean, part of it is, is like, you know, maybe there's rumors. This is the part where I'm just like, I wish that we had seen more reaction from people, Mm -hmm. like from other students as to Maida, you know, Maida's abilities and powers. Like, obviously we do like from the villain of the week. Um, But, you know, Shibuya, I'm assuming that Shibuya is like, saying oh people are talking and saying that we're not mm-hmm. doing anything about Maida 
and therefore people are mocking us and laughing at us is my assumption right you could only assume i could be wrong and just th- <laughs> yeah we could only assume because we don't know um but that would make sense sato grabs uh, shibuya by the collar of her shirt and she's just just is like you don't like being laughed at huh like imitating yeah. intimidating her trying to rein her back a little bit because she definitely could tell that shibuya's had it trademark yeah <laughs> And she's definitely, I think, part of it is just because Sato also knows, like, oh, that Yuko wants to take care of Maida. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Sato could have at least mentioned that to Shibuya. Yeah, I think that like, would have fixed a lot of problems. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, the miscommunication causes the drama, Yeah, right? it's, it's a TV but, show. You can't properly communicate on a TV show. That's just the law. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so... You know, like you said, Sato is trying to use her power and her authority to get Shibuya to back mm-hmm. down and just stop pestering her with this constant, you know, pushing of let's do something, let's do something, let's do something, mm-hmm. uh, which is not. And, you know, Sato shuts her down pretty quick, uh, but Shibuya doesn't have very good control of her anger. No. And starts taking it out on some poor students in the hallways that just happen to be in, you know, her war path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why I said she's anger incarnate. Would you even say that, like, each queen kind of represents, well, I wouldn't say a deadly sin, hmm. but. Well, maybe. Has aspects maybe. Of that. Because Shibuya definitely. Uh, I know, based off of what I just said about her being anger incarnate she would be wrath mm-hmm. based off of that but uh, spoilers a little bit i think her being envy actually probably would be the best right later she ends up being very jealous of mm-hmm. another person for things we'll get there <laughs> we'll get there eventually yeah um it's just a theory that I'm proposing for right now. Mm-hmm. We haven't really seen all of the queens no, yet. No, we can talk about uh, that in between so, seasons on a special episode of whatever you mm-hmm. would like. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. Um, but anyway, Nezumi pops out. Mm-hmm. Um, out of a hole like she does. <laughs> mocking. <laughs> like, like the rat Yeah, is. mocking Shibuya. Yeah. Uh, mocking Shibuya for getting angry so quickly mm-hmm. and for her having like, such a small temper. And I just, I just think it's funny that she's just like, this bitch, look at her. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really does. She even calls her yeah, like an Nezumi idiot. Nezumi tends to have an opinion about everything and everyone. Mm-hmm. And her snide remarks are always definitely more negative about people. Mm-hmm. Um, with exception of herself. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she thinks she, she's so smart. She and, thinks she's like, better than everyone else. Yeah. Just because she's exactly. much smarter, you know. Well, the scene cuts to bananas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it zooms out to show... A leak? Yeah, bananas <laughs> and a leak. And then a whole backpack with even, like, a sleeping bag rolled up on top of it. And yeah. it's Daruma, actually, collecting food. She's like, okay, I've got the preserved food. As she's walking through this market, and she's like, wait... I need water too. And then she turns around and walks away. And that's it. That's the that's it for the whole shot. Yeah. It's like she's packing up to leave somewhere. Mm-hmm. But where? 
But we, yeah, we don't get a clue as to where she's going. Mm-hmm. Um, but it cuts to Maida coming into mm-hmm. the classroom. And Team Hormone approaches her with the paper. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And it's it's actually a really cute paper if you look at it. Because it does show the paper yeah. when Maida's reading it. And it has little Dharumas on it. It's very cute. It's adorable. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I also... I love her Dharuma-themed, yeah. like, stuff that she's got. Yeah, like her little, like, handkerchief she was using on Maida last episode. Ugh. Yeah, so, the keychain. Key it's so cute. On her on her scooter, yeah. So cute. Um, she definitely got a brand, and she's definitely sticking <laughs> to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in the letter, it's one. She calls Team Hormone fatty meats, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also calls them yeah. guys, which I think is also funny. Uh, yeah, and they're and Team mm-hmm. Hormone's like, is she making fun of us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But in the letter, uh, she's also, because she thinks Team Hormone are uh, guys, that uh, she's counting on them actually to watch over Atsuko, and everyone's Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Well, not that Atsuko really needs taking care of. This is true. Not physically, anyway. Emotionally, it's probably a different Mm -hmm. matter, but I don't know if I would leave Team Hormone to (laughs) my... Hell no. (laughs) That would be such a good idea. Hell no. Um, but Wota even asks Maida, like, what is this about? And Maida's like, I don't, I don't know. I just got here. Pro- I yeah. Just got here. She's like, I have no idea. <laughs> but, um, Team Hormones enjoying the silence because they're like, well, thanks to her. Mm-hmm. It's quiet this morning. And I'd like to note, as they start walking away and continue to talk about Dharma, is that the classroom's mm-hmm. actually em- fairly empty. Yeah. And- There's not as many mm-hmm. girls there does it's a nice touch i don't think it's intentional because i don't think things like that in the show are often intentional but it's nice Mm -hmm. because it kind of does emphasize the emptiness without dharma yeah it's really interesting i actually didn't notice that before but you're right it it does make the scene feel a lot not like you said empty Mm -hmm. and and dharma definitely brings a presence of chaos yes a presence of liveliness Uh um and so to have her not be in this scene Mm -hmm. yeah you're right it it gives it a feeling of like oh there's not as many there's not a lot going Mm -hmm. on here as much as there could be or that there usually is which is really interesting um but yeah as team hormone is walking away back to the grill because, of course, that's where they're going to go be. They're talking about Dharma and they're like, oh, do you think she's running away from Shibuya? And they're even like, wait, what do you mean? And so Unagi is like, someone um, from Shibuya's gal circle, so like we mentioned the first episode, <laughs> like the gal type God. people, she has a yeah. whole crew of them. <laughs> she really does. Uh, and... I'll t- we'll talk. I'll talk. I want to talk about them a little bit more when we get to see them. But I'll, I'll talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's that Unagi said that they said that she used to a- that Dharma actually used to be a part of Shibuya's gal circle, and rest of Team Hormones denying it. They're like, no way, the Dharma. Come on, and Unagi keeps talking because I think Unagi is the one that gets all the gossip and just feeds it to everyone else. <laughs> um, <laughs> And she says things, I think we mentioned it before, actually, where um, Dharma has two older siblings, and 
she and yes, them we did mention this. were studying for medical school, but Dodoma couldn't make it and just dropped out. Um, I actually want to mention mm-hmm. this medical school thing because obviously Dharma's still uh, a teenager. Yeah. But later on in a few seasons down the line, we actually get a, a school that's specifically a nursing oh, school. So I'm wondering if she was actually that. a student from that school. That would have been that because... would be really cool. I never thought about that. Yeah. So I think there's actually... You know, not that they thought oh, of, of course it not. this far ahead, but <laughs> I mean, it's but years you know, apart, so they wouldn't it, have thought of that. Yeah, it could. This could be that school that we'll see in season, later seasons down the line might actually be the school that Dharma mm-hmm. had tried to attend, mm-hmm. but didn't make it. But yeah, so sorry that that was just something that mm-hmm. I was just thinking about right now because I was like, oh, like medical school, but technically Dharma isn't really old enough to go to college yet no but in japan because like i don't know if it applies necessarily in this universe considering i don't think they're paying to go to a yankee school because it is a high school no it's common in japan um to go to a specialized school like that because you often pay to go to high school it's not mandatory. Mm. Well, I knew yeah. they would pay. But there are specialized I just wasn't schools, aware that they like, had specialized Even Yabakune, like I don't think it shows it in the season, but I think it's season two. They mention it being a business school. Yeah, they do so. mention that. Which, you know, if you think about it right now, mm-hmm. like, um, the business, like, the business aspects kind of make sense. Because if you think about, like, Chiharu in the previous episodes of that her, like, true. trying to swindle... Uh, those old men. That's a business. That is a business. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and then you think of Sanai who was selling the moped. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she's selling vehicles left and right, that's a business. Yeah, and then, so, like, you know, she, that's actually yeah. makes it sense. It does make sense. Lore wise. It makes more sense, I think, yeah. in this season than it does next season when they actually mention it. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's true. Uh, oh, man. God. <laughs> Unagi. After she men- mentions that, you know, Dharma became a part of Shibuya's gal circle and hormone, the rest of Team Hormone's like, no way. Mm-hmm. Um, Unagi's like, yeah, she became her slave, Shibuya's slave. Mm-hmm. And they're all like laughing about it. Like the camera does pan to Maida for a second because Maida is mm-hmm. listening to the gossip. Yeah. And Wodo's like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe it's true because Dharma got all weird when Shibuya came in, you know, that one time. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of mock her yeah, they, about they it. Yeah, they really are. You know, they're they're very much laughing, laughing at yeah, her. Yeah, they're laughing. They are calling her a loser and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And at this point, um, Maida actually, like, we get a close-up of Maida's face and she has flashbacks of Daruma looking at her when Shibuya came into the classroom. And I think that's when yeah. it kind of clicks for Maida a little clicks, bit. Yeah, it's, like oh god, yeah, she's connecting the dots. Yeah. She was having a reaction to Shibuya. That's what that was. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Team Hormone. I don't remember which one. It's probably. I think it was Bungie, Bungie, right? It was like oh, like she's planning to yeah. run away, or mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, it is Bungie. You're right. You're right. I just had to double check. Yeah. Uh, and they're all la- they're still laughing about her, and then Maida does a slow turn towards them and gives them the death glare, and it's all I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so funny because they, they really get spooked out and they even say yeah, sorry. Yeah, they all like even like bow to her a little bit, and then they just go back yeah. to quietly sitting around the grill gossiping. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's all I've wanted um, in life. I think it's so great because I feel like Maida's getting or realizing that she cares mm-hmm. for, for Dharma, uh, or not necessarily realizing it, but instinctually doing mm-hmm. it. She actually gets up from her desk, even though she just got I there, <laughs> and, like, takes her nursing book and goes mm-hmm. out to read in her usual space, and she flips to the page that Dharma had actually taped back together mm-hmm. when the Kabuki sisters had ripped yeah, it out. Yeah, she's having, like, a memory and... trip of all the times Dharma yeah. has, well, one, been nice to her, and also, B, uh, the first time that she met her, where she's, like... I'm not going to lose. I'm always serious. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it is definitely, yeah. like... She's, she's kind of realizing Dharma does actually really care about her. Um, mm-hmm. And realizing, like, all the... Well, yeah, like you said, like, that she cares, but also, like, all the things that Dharma has done yeah. for her. Uh, even when Dharma didn't expect anything mm-hmm. back. And that really Dharma stuck with Maida when she really didn't need to. She didn't have yeah. to go through all that, but she mm-hmm. did. Uh, and so, yeah, we do get Maida sort of reflecting on that. But it cuts to... Actually, I thought we yeah. wouldn't see the scooter yeah, again. Neither did I. But we do. I, yeah. We do. It's this episode. I don't know if we see it again afterwards. <laughs> we'll find out. Probably, probably not, not, but then I could be wrong. <laughs> we were wrong last episode. It was probably me. Yeah. I feel like I was the one that said that. Uh, but here it is. She's driving away on her little motorcycle. So yeah, where? She... We don't know. She says, she says, oh, I'm sorry, Atsune, mm-hmm. and then drives off. We cut to, well, we cut, we get a short clip of, like, Maida looking at up the sky mm-hmm. before it cuts rapidly to the next scene. Cuts galore. That's uh, the show. Cuts galore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, of course. But we're in Shibuya's hideout, and she's sitting there, kind of, you could tell she's a not, I want to say nervous, but is kind of fidgeting because, like, she's doing the thing where you, mm-hmm. you, like, bounce your knee up and down while you're sitting in a chair. Yeah. And it pans out mm-hmm. and we meet the best girl. Because <laughs> there's someone dancing in the corner and we get our own, uh, one of two title cards for this episode. And it's, mm-hmm. it says, give me a second. Can you hurry up? <laughs> it's, well, I have it up. You have it up? It okay. Says, yeah, it says Majiska Girl School Freshman uh, Dance. That's why she's dancing. Her name's <laughs> Dance because she's dancing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she has these big old headphones on and she can't hear. Mm-hmm. She's definitely like in her own little world. <laughs> um, and she's just having the time oh, of her life. Oh, she's having so much fun. <laughs> Uh, Shibuya doesn't like that. <laughs> she gets up and walks over yeah, to her. Yeah, she, she really does. And she, like, grabs her, and it shakes Dance out of her own little world. And she's, <laughs> she feels just like, you're annoying. Go away. Oh, she actually says, like, um, like Dance is like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then gets thrown on the mm-hmm. ground. <laughs> and then Shibuya starts going into, like, a monologue where she's like, what is Sato thinking? If we get rid of Maida, you know, all of her problems are going to be fixed. And I'm like, well... Mm-hmm. Technically no, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> right. Cause she, I mean, because technically in the thread of the plot, 
a problem for Majijo mm-hmm. is Yabakune, like we talked about previously. Girls are getting beat up by Yab- right. Yabakune students, you know. But I mm-hmm. I understand in Shibuya's mind that's probably not a problem because they've dealt with them before. Right. So I think her. for mm-hmm. Shibuya, um, it's it's very much like we have an internal problem, and if we have an internal problem and an external problem at the same time, then we're fucked. You know, like it, 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 yeah, we're fucked, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, we have to get rid of the internal problem first, and once we do that, everything else is smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can see the logic behind that. I can see why Shibuya would be frustrated by the ina- the inaction mm-hmm. of both her leaders. Yeah, because I imagine before, if they had any sort of internal problem like that, they would have been like, "Hey, yeah, go deal with it," you know? Yeah right away almost immediate Mm -hmm. um but i think because everything is sort of well one they're graduating Mm -hmm. and and two they have this issue with yuko not really have not being there because she's in the hospital Mm -hmm. um and so there's other factors going on that shibuya isn't necessarily aware about Mm -hmm. and that's why i think it's frustrating for Mm -hmm. her because she's like well why aren't we just doing it the way that we always do it because mm-hmm. the way that we've been doing it before has been yeah, good. Yeah, it's worked. You know, has been, you know. Yeah, it's worked. And um, I can see why that's frustrating mm-hmm. for her. But she lets that get to her. Yeah. <laughs> in, we'll see. You know, and, and it becomes more of a weakness. Mm-hmm. One that Nezumi, who pops out from a corner, God knows where. Some little hole. Pops out. Like the mouse she is. And even Shibuya's like, yeah. who the hell are you? And how did you get in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but Nezumi exploits, you know, Shibuya's mm-hmm. frustrations here. Um, plays her like a fiddle. Oh, Essentially. Yeah. Uh, I would like to mention that when Shibuya even asks, like, who the hell are you? Um, Nezumi says, I'm no one suspicious. I'm a Majijo student. And pulls out her actual ID card. Which are mm-hmm. things that exist in real life that you can buy if people are selling yeah. them. And it makes me excited. Um, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. You're just going to collect those? <laughs> they're so expensive if they're from the first one. They're so expensive. Um, but maybe. Yeah. We'll see. But what I wanted to talk about, actually, is about Mayu. Nezumi's actress. She's actually, at the time they recorded this show... She was actually too young to be in high school. So on Nezumi's ID card, they actually aged her up a year. So she would be the proper age. Oh, really? And I'm like, (laughs) out of all the little details you added in, you put this one. Which, I mean... One that's like a second long and you don't even even see or notice. No one even gets to see the ID card (laughs) unless you pause and intentionally look at it. It's so strange. Or you buy it. Or you buy it, yeah. Um... But I, I'll quickly mention that when I was trying to figure out years and years ago, like, when does Maji 1 take place? That's actually very helpful because it says how old, she, like, the year she's born and about the time uh, and, like, about how old she would be. Um, mm-hmm. So it actually really helped. <laughs> but I'm not going to get into timeline <laughs> stuff. I'm going to save that for something else because I could go on forever about it. Um, oh, yeah. We'll we will We it. will talk about the timeline in, in this show. 
because it's Ooh. it's crazy. <gasps> it's really, really wild. Nothing makes sense. Mm. I will just say yeah, that right God, now. No, no. <laughs> nothing makes sense. But we're going to move on because we're not going to okay. talk about that this episode because that'll make this episode way too long. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she then starts talking about she she kind of mimics what she already said. Like she's like, "Oh, Mida's so annoying. Right. Why isn't Sato doing anything?" And then she's like, "Well, ignoring her would be bad too, you know." Mm-hmm. And she yeah. turns around and she's like, "What are you well, talking I think, about?" Like, I, I get well, you. Well, I think part mm-hmm. of it, part of it. Sorry, no, I'm gonna interrupt. But part of it is like. She's giving validation to the thoughts that Shibuya yes. has, and that's really all Shibuya needs to, mm-hmm. like, kind of start really, really thinking and planning something yes. out. Um, because I think that if Shibuya had just, if Nezumi hadn't tried to reiterate everything that Shibuya wanted to mm-hmm. hear, I don't think Shibuya would have actually done anything. I don't think Shibuya would have actually enacted a plan mm-hmm. because she still sort of defers to Sato and Yuko. Yes, because, that's you know, true. They're higher than her in mm-hmm. rank. And what Nezumi's doing is she's just planting a seed, essentially, mm-hmm. and letting Shibuya do all the dirty work, which is pretty... I, I just want to say that it's pretty clever oh, of yeah. Nezumi to kind of psych, like psychologically manipulate mm-hmm. Shibuya this way. I mean, way. it's what she does, you know, like she said, yeah, she's smarter than everyone else. She also kind of did it with Chokoku, too, you know, last episode. Mm-hmm, she did. So, yeah. that's, that's like, her skill and planting mm-hmm. the seed of, I don't know, I guess in this case it would be rebellion from Shibuya, because her going against what Sato was saying is a type of rebellion, even if it's not. It is, yes, but it's, I, I would say it's planting a seed to... Like, I guess in part of it is like, oh, like, Shibuya, you're doing a good mm-hmm. thing, right? Like, you're getting rid of the problem, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're, you're going to be the hero in this, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be the good guy doing the right thing. Nezumi is playing on mm-hmm. that, right? On her pride as well as, like, her egoism. I think that's, I don't know, I think it's just brilliant the way that, you know, Nezumi, Nezumi for all, you know, of a kind of polarizing character that she mm-hmm. is. She's a pretty brilliant character because she's not afraid to, like, play dirty mm-hmm. that way. She definitely has loose morals. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we'll see more of that in Maji 2. Very loose morals. We will. Um, Very loose morals, but we, we do get a lot of it here yeah. where she, she tries to trick people and manipulate people. <laughs> I didn't. Um, and mm-hmm. she doesn't feel bad no, about it. she doesn't. You know? She doesn't care. I yeah, actually no, didn't ahead. really realize until we were rewatching it for the podcast actually how mm-hmm. much Nezumi I mean it's only episode six and Nezumi's only been there for two episodes but how just I guess I never really noticed how much how like involved she gets in this season because mm-hmm. I think it it gets overshadowed by next season I don't know if you consider her like almost a main character because I know she's not technically well I would say that she is definitely a, a main character a main antagonist because she's pulling mm-hmm. like it's so easy to to miss her in this season it's so easy to overlook yes. her because of everything yes. else that's happening but it, it's funny because it actually is more of 
I guess it speaks a lot of her character in that way, even though this probably wasn't intentional. Yeah, I mean, she's um, But mouse. it's, you know, she is pulling mm-hmm. the strings from, you know, behind the scenes, and she's doing a really, really good job of it, you know? She's remaining almost under the radar, mm-hmm. not just not just to, the, to other characters, but to the audience as mm-hmm. well. And I think that's... I it's think that's excellent. unintentionally done very well. <laughs> yeah, definitely unintentional. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think they would write a character that well. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Not this show. <laughs> but yeah, she plants this idea in Shibio's head. Why don't you just bring Maida here? Sato doesn't know what this is. Sato won't know about it if it happens mm-hmm. in here. So why don't mm-hmm. you just bring her here and fight her here? You know, Shibio really likes that idea. So, <laughs> I don't think she actually says anything to Nezumi. I don't remember if she does or not. Um, but no, I don't think that she does. I think it just transitions to she starts taking off her fake nails or something. Oh no, she calls and... she calls dance first, and dance. She says dance. Hey, go get oh, okay, Maida. Yeah, right. Go collect the girls. Go get mm-hmm. Maida. I love that she calls them the girls. It's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> her gang. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is kind of like. A girl gang, you know? Yeah, it really is. the most unsuspecting people because they're the gal type Uh, instead of looking (laughs) like normal Yankees. (laughs) Well, I mean, gal types are a type of gang. You are right. You know, they they have... But they're not like... I would assume they're more of like... Not not necessarily for Mm -hmm. fighting, but definitely in terms of like source of information. Mm -hmm. I think that they would be a very great asset, and that's probably why Shibuya has them around, mm-hmm. um, because you know they have information that she can use. They know where people are, like you know, they have connections. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, definitely, I can see Shibuya utilizing them for things, not necessarily for mm-hmm. fights, but definitely for um, other I'm things. I was gonna mention this later when we actually see them, but now that you're just talking about mm-hmm. it, um. It makes sense because, like, these girls aren't really from Majijo. You could tell from their school uniforms, they're not from Majijo. No, they're so, not. Yeah, they're not from the same um, school. That is a good way to get information from, you know, from other places. Because I don't mm-hmm. even think they're all from the same school. I think they're from a bunch of different schools. Yeah, I, I would agree with and that. Um, awesome. <laughs> but, but I, I, yeah, I love that idea that. It's, a, it's such a small thing because you can overlook mm-hmm. it as well. Yeah, because well, I think they only about... show up in this episode. No, yeah, they only... Only this episode do they mm-hmm. appear. Um, but it's interesting because we mentioned this before that Shibuya seems to be one of the queens that has more connections outside mm-hmm. of Rapapa. She has a lot of underlings. Mm-hmm. Maybe she used... Um, I don't know. Maybe if she had that before she was in Rapapa or not. Um, actually, that kind of leads into what I was going to talk about at the end but I will save it for the end because <laughs> we need okay. we need to keep going along in the episode <laughs> yeah yeah okay there's just so much good stuff to talk about it's in so this good because it, it's so it's it's it has so many little mm-hmm. things that you can easily just blow through and I and I have before because I it, unless I am actually looking for them yes. you know actually analyzing yes. I wouldn't have picked up on those yeah. things and i mean like i said you know i completely underestimated how much nezumi was in this season until we're watching it yeah this, you know so 
Yeah, because you think, oh, next season, you see her mm-hmm. more next season. I, yeah. She's definitely more noticeable. Mm-hmm. But it, she is. She does have a presence this season. But again, it, it can be subtle to the viewer mm-hmm. as well. Um, but anyway, Shibuya is getting ready to fight. She's putting on her gloves. Mm-hmm. Taking um, off her nails, and it's weird. And Yeah, taking off uh, her nails. It, it, this part is, is like, cut weird, because it's like, it shows Shibuya one shot. It shows Nezumi dancing on one of the desks again in another shot. It shows mm-hmm. Maida, who gets uh, circled around by ambush. Just a good word, but they're not attacking her. Um, no, they're not. But they were gonna. They were gonna yes, kidnap her <laughs> by Shibuya's uh, girl gang, as I'm just gonna call them. Um, mm-hmm. Until Dharma comes sprinting from nowhere and is like, "Wait, <laughs> wait!" Yeah. And I didn't notice this until I was watching it again. But Dance actually does like a little scream because Dharma pushes her over. She's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And then Dharma, when it finally cuts back to Dharma after watching Nezumi dance for like 30 seconds, um, Dharma whips out this paper and holds it out to dance, who reflexively looks away because she thinks she's going to get slapped. Um, yeah. And gee, I wonder why. <laughs> Shibuya. Um... But it's a letter that says on the front, challenge. It's her asking... that That's how she asked Dance to take it to Shibuya. <laughs> it's a letter mm-hmm. from Dharma to Shibuya saying, I'm challenging you to a fight. <laughs> and, right, I'm challenging you to a one-on-one. Yes, and it's so fucking funny when Dance and the rest of the girls get back to the hideout because they're all, like, excited and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And then they hand Shibuya the letter and she's like... What is this? It's like, what the fuck is this? What did you bring exactly. me? <laughs> and, so and Shibuya slaps Dance and, like, forces her to go get yeah. Maida, I guess. And Dance looks I so know. sad and she's going oh. out of the room. I was like, no. <laughs> I always feel so bad for her because she just looks so sad. Yeah. Okay. And then we finally finish seeing Nezumi's dance because she's been dancing the entire time mm-hmm. apparently and it, yeah. cuts to sh- uh, it goes back to Shibuya who's just sitting on her pink couch well it's a sheet over a couch that's pink but shh yeah. and she's sitting there <laughs> she's bouncing her leg again she's definitely frustrated um mm-hmm. and now, now the two scenes it's cutting back and forth between is Shibuya and then on the other side it's Dorima and Maida back on the school campus mm-hmm. i don't know why they went back to the campus but okay <laughs> um, yeah i was just like you couldn't find a nearby bench i, okay. I know <laughs> <laughs> just gonna walk all the way yeah. back <laughs> um Dharma starts talking about how she realized that shibuya was actually the leader of the girl gang the gal gang as i'm gonna call it the gal gang um, yeah that she used to be in i'm surprised mm-hmm. that well i guess she, she hasn't had any interaction with Shibuya yeah, before. Yeah, this is what I was talking, what I was kind of alluding to in the first episode. I, because I mentioned she doesn't see Shibuya when she's up in the Rapapa Club room. She sees Black and she sees Torigoya, but she doesn't look at Shibuya. Um, and I was wondering if maybe they had some. It, it probably wasn't intentional, but because of this part where she sees Shibuya and realizes that it's her. Um that maybe that's why they didn't have her look at her before because then we would have had that reaction at the yeah. beginning when it may not have made mm-hmm. 
I, I think, it, yeah, sense. but I think if they were to do that, they would have had to have that be, like, a reoccurring thing if they did that at the start. But I don't yeah. think they wanted to, so thankfully they didn't do it. Yeah. But Well, I think I'll give them this one. I think that that was intentional, okay. that she didn't see him. I, I'll give them this one because they centered this whole episode, you know, mm-hmm. around this, you know, her history with Shibuya. So I, I feel like I, this was more than likely intentional okay just it's this instance just this, necessarily i'll Not let you have everything this else but one thing <laughs> yeah this one thing <laughs> um but yeah we we get this uh, this is such a i like to say this is such a great oh, moment yeah. here it's so um, this conversation between maida mm-hmm. and and dharma um because dharma's kind of laying everything bare and being like i you know, I was trying to ask for your help, um, but, you know, I, I'm just too weak. Like, I I always end up giving mm-hmm. up and running away. And we, we, we really get, like, a good insight into, you know, Dharma's character mm-hmm. here that I just love so much. Um, because it's definitely, like, for all the, the bluster, the... The, I'll you know I always keep fighting mm-hmm. and and all that you know it, it's definitely more you can see now like oh she's you know she does have all these insecurities mm-hmm. right it's that good. she's it's good writing she's hype <laughs> it's yeah well which is uh-huh. rare right but it's it's such a refreshing thing to see mm-hmm. um, this season to see her and be like yeah she may try to fight like everyone she ever meets like and try to be like strong and and is someone who's just always full of energy but no like she does have her moments of weakness and it's just such a great thing to see um because she admits you know to Maida like yeah I I tried I tried you know studying Mm -hmm. and being you know getting into the medical field and then I I tried to give up the bad life that I encountered when I dropped out and I couldn't even do Mm -hmm. that and it's just like and then she's like, but after I met you, you know, everything changed, right? I felt the motivation to be better, to be a better person. It just makes me want to cry. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so good. It, it's such an, like, this small emotional mm-hmm. moment between them. Um, because Dharma tells, you know, is telling Maida, this is the thing that I admire the most about you. You inspire mm-hmm. me, you know? And I think that that is something that Maida actually really needed to mm-hmm. hear. Oh, yeah. Because I think for Maida, it's like, why does this person follow me? Like, I don't know, like... Like, because for Maida, she really doesn't understand why Dharma seems to uphold her to this high standard, mm-hmm. you know, so much, right? Like, she doesn't understand what it is that Dharma sees that she thinks is worthy of following, mm-hmm. right? But then, like, Dharma's like, you, you know, you change my perspective on things, right? Like, you the way that you are, you know, showing your seriousness, you know, being dedicated to your, you know, your code of honor, Mm -hmm. I guess, or to your way of life. I mean, it's pushed me to try to to improve myself. And I think that that's such a, I don't know, it's such a great thing to hear. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's just so good. Um, I wish that we would get more of these moments (laughs) in further seasons, but we we do not. (laughs) Uh, we really don't, but we really don't. 
Anyway, we, we cut to, like, Dharma saying she went to train at a temple yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, she's like, I went to train my spirit, and it shows, like, it's, it's very funny. It's a sepia, ooh, sort of sepia tone flashback of her training, and mm-hmm. it's very funny because it's, like, it shows her doing push-ups. It shows her running up and down the temple stairs, uh, chugging yeah. giant <laughs> bottles of water, and then, like, slamming her head into a tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to practice her uh, headbutts. Yeah, because she says when I was picked on by Shibuya, I was headbutted, and so she learned and practiced because like that really it really hurt her. So she was like, "I'm gonna make myself stronger," and that's mm-hmm. why she decided to make that her special skill. That's why we've only ever seen her in fights trying to headbutt people. Right. Because um, like she says, they're all I have. I think it's part of, like, the trauma that she went through as as mm-hmm. being a quote-unquote slave. Um, mm-hmm. She's trying to use that trauma as a weapon. And I think that's really great, actually. Uh, as excellent. kind of Yeah, I mean, because, like, we're, like, you know, throughout the season, you're wondering, like, why do you only try to headbutt things? Like, you know, that's mm-hmm. stupid, right? Why don't you try something else? But it really mm-hmm. has to do with the trauma that she went through and, and weaponizing that, dra- that trauma in such a way that she feels that she has power in some way or, or that she could use that trauma for something more than just being sad, right? Yeah. Uh, or something more that, that, you know, that bad thing happened to her. She wants to use it for something more than just a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the thing that she says to Maida, she's like, I'm going to I'm gonna try to face my past, you know? Like, I'm going to try mm-hmm. to own up to, you know, these this terrible thing that happened to me. I want to face it. And she even hands Maida, like, a map. And she's like, please come watch me fight, you know? Like, I, I'm i showing you my... De- I want to show you how determined and I am about this, right? How mm-hmm. serious I am about it. And she's like, I'll win no matter what. And Maida's actually, like, legitimately, like, taking this all in. And actually, yeah. she's, no, she's not, like, just all glazed-eyed over and not paying mm-hmm. attention and not caring. I mean, she actually kind of looked like it at first. Oh, at first. At first. But then I think did. once Dharma said, uh, like, that changed after I met you, then she kind of was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it started and she realized, attention. oh, this is, this is more than just a petty fight for nothing, mm-hmm. right? This is, yeah, this is something bigger than that. And Dharma's like, I'll, I will get strong. And that actually makes uh, Maida mm-hmm. kind of look up and uh, acknowledge what she's saying. And we see Dharma just walk away with determination as Maida watches her go. And it's, I don't know, it's just such a powerful scene. I think it was a scene that was very yeah. much needed. Um, oh, yeah. Because a lot of times, like, in, in this particular series, we don't understand the motivations of certain characters. Mm-hmm. Of why they do the things that they do and particularly for this season it does such a good job of explaining hey like you know dharma is not just somebody that's meant for comedy it's not a comedy character there there's depth mm-hmm. to her and this episode does such a good job of of give, doing her justice and i'm very like appreciative that they do that because mm-hmm. i know in a lot of other shows but also within this own show Mm-hmm. later seasons they don't do that they've yeah. got the comedy characters they've got the underling characters that don't get the depth that maybe they deserve like mm-hmm. in Dodderma's case she definitely this is something she deserved you right. know 
to have more depth than just be haha look at look at her she keeps trying and failing that kind yeah of thing, you know haha exactly. she didn't lead a victory it's funny mm-hmm. um so i really i really appreciate it and i'm just like sometimes you can you guys can actually write well <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Um, but speaking of chicken wing of victory, we actually get the shot of because we transitioned back from yeah. commercial break to to uh-huh. Dharma holding up a chicken oh, wing. God. Yeah, uh, well, we see where she gets them because she buys it from a stall, but it's like piping hot, and then she just fucking sticks it in her shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Dharma, no! <laughs> like right under her armpit. <laughs> yeah, and I I'm I wonder I think there's a pocket on the inside at that spot, and that's why. But no, it's hot. It's fresh off the grill. Stop. <laughs> it's, it's like at least in. wrap it in a napkin, please. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, one time I was watching this with my friend and this was the first time he saw the show. He was yeah. like, what if she just had like a Ziploc bag sewn into her shirt <laughs> on the inside? And that's oh what she's been putting up the whole time. I mean... I wouldn't it would put be it better, past the show. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, she takes her chicken wing of victory and walks off with determination. And it cuts back mm-hmm. to Shibuya's club room, actually. And she's reading the letter Dharma wrote. And mm-hmm. she rips it in half. And she's just yeah. like, I want Maida. I don't give a shit about this person. Mm-hmm. In, like, frustration, she actually, like, kicks the table. And we hear all this glass breaking as the stuff yeah, goes I'm like, on girl. it. Yeah, I'm like, girl. I'm like, God, stop. Did you just pay for those drinks? Because they look like drinks that you buy at, like, a, I don't know, like, yeah. a bar or, like, a smoothie shack or something. Yeah. Or a cafe. <laughs> and it's yeah, just, I like, think just kicked it, it. it could have been a cafe because it's even, like, they're, like, nuts in a cup. Yeah. I think so they got like, it from a cafe, and she just yeah wasted all she that money. Breaks it, <laughs> yeah. I, oh God, and then Dharma walks in actually, and mm-hmm. hearing this, she's like, "Hey, those are some harsh words." And Shibuya stands up, and she's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> Dharma, Dharma's being all determined and stuff, and she's like, "I'm here to rec- reclaim my loss." And yeah. Uh, she's like, just let's like, battle and, and stuff. Yeah, and like Shibuya, and that's the thing too. Like, I mean, Shibuya mm. definitely abused Dharma oh, yeah. and like put her through hell, and like she doesn't even have the audacity remember. to remember her. Like, yeah, I, I mean, think that's really messed up. Oh, yeah, and it also makes me think like, how many other people did she do that to? You know? Right. Because I know a lot of people ship Shibuya dance. And I think more in season two, uh, mostly, because we do get... Spoilers, we get a lot more interaction between them in the next season. But I I always just wonder if, like, dance could have been the next one. Because, like, she always has dance near her, but also is always, like, you're annoying and is hitting her a lot. So I'm just mm-hmm. like... Uh, yeah, it's kind of iffy, you know? Uh, I-, I can see it as being sort of... Uh, that doesn't... That's not a very stable or good relationship because no. of the way that Shibuya has treated dance. Mm-hmm. But I think we're kind of veering off topic here. Um, yeah, we we are. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's all good. We've we've been doing it like this whole episode. I think we really have. <laughs> yeah, but it's just because it's it's, it's a really interesting episode. Um, mm-hmm. There there's but, a lot to this episode. Yeah, there is. Why. 
a lot of layers to it. Um, and so we actually cut to Maida. She's actually at the hospital doing her internship. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like she's walking, I would say, almost like maybe she's done with her shift. and Because it's like mm-hmm. nighttime and you don't actually see anyone in like the... Or like yeah, there's like less like people little... in the... Mm-hmm in this rec room that they have. Mm-hmm. But as she's walking by the rec room, um, she hears a knock on the window, and she turns, mm-hmm. and there's Yuko, and Yuko gives her the cutest little yo, like, yeah. ever. And every time, I I just... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> every time! <laughs> it's so cute. Mm-hmm. But she uh, actually takes Maida out to where they hang up the laundry, out on the little, like, porch area, and uh, Yuko starts talking about, like, oh, someone went home today. Like, one of her old man friends recovered and so was able to go home. Um, and she's like, we were all celebrating it, but they stopped their party. And I'm just like, well, probably because you were loud as fuck. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> causing trouble or something. Exactly. And Maida's just kind of standing there awkwardly as <laughs> Yuko's talking. And Yuko notices, though, and she, like, turns uh-huh. and she's like, hey, just... Hey, say something. <laughs> right. Get it. Like, she wants a reaction out of Maida. Uh-huh. And so then she asks her things like, how's school? And Maida's just like, oh, it's normal. Very much answering as, min- as like, the shortest way she could. Because she kind of just... It's like those one-word... Those one-word answers that you get in a yes. text. You know, when you the person and definitely like, doesn't <laughs> want to talk to you or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, she's like, there's nothing fun happening at school, and Maida's just like, no. <laughs> and Yuko's just like, uh, okay, I see. <laughs> um, and then Maida's even like, man, can I go now? And yeah. she starts walking away, and Yuko's like, what the fuck? Hey! <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. And she actually asks Maida, like, why are you always like this? And Maida's like, huh? And then it cuts, actually, back to Daruma and Shibuya. And Shibuya, like, they're about to get a fight. Daruma very dramatically throws her bag onto the floor and, like, starts readying her, her headbutt. And Shibuya is also getting ready, but she's just, like, making it Yeah, she's, she's closing her eyes, taking a big breath. Mm-hmm. Um, and when her eyes flash open, we actually cut back to Maida and Yuko. Mm-hmm. And Maida actually does ask, like, what do you mean to Yuko? Like, you know, like, in terms of, like, what does she mean by why are you always like this? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Yuko's like, well, don't you have any friends? And we get these quick flash cuts that we've seen before, but now we're getting more details. And we actually see, again, younger Maida. Or rather not that young. It's only been, like, a couple months to a year, I believe, since mm-hmm. this happened. And but she definitely has longer hair, uh, more wild, more curly, and we actually mm-hmm. finally get like a full shot of the person that she's looking at, like you know, like the face of the other girl who we've only ever seen in like the photo, right? So we actually get mm-hmm. the full shot, um, and then we see Maida like running down a hallway before it cuts back to uh, present day with her and Yuko talking, and and Yuko even mentions like. Oh, you're always here alone, so I just wondered if you, like, had anybody. And Maida doesn't really answer, and so Yuko's like, come on! Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what's bothering you, but you should smile more. And, like, I'm gonna be honest, 
if anyone tells you that shit, you're not gonna like it. Yeah. <laughs> but I I think it's like bad advice. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, hearing it from other people like that, especially mm-hmm. in that way, is not good advice. Um, no. There is. Um, I know. I've read things where it's like if you do actually like practice smiling in the mirror more, you tend mm-hmm. to actually do it more often and you do tend to start feeling a little bit better, but it's not the cure all to your problems. Especially well, not the, in such a heavy case of Midas. The other thing um, too is that like Yuko doesn't know what Midas been through. You know, like exactly. for her just to dismiss everything that Midas been through, whatever mm-hmm. that may be, because you know, part of it is that we don't really know what happened, right? Like, we get these flashbacks, but clearly, like, something happened. And as, us as the audience doesn't know yet, but that doesn't, you know, like, whatever happened to Maida, she's valid in not, you know, wanting to smile because whatever happened affected her so greatly, you know? Yeah, like, like she's completely emotionally closed off. It right. had a huge effect on her. And mm-hmm. we see that because she's like, I don't want friends. And right. she doesn't really, like, interact with it as many people we see it more as like the series goes on um Mm -hmm. and she's kind of opening up a little bit but whatever did happen you know it really really affected her well i would say that this episode is probably the episode where we actually get to see Maida open up the most really oh definitely and and we'll you'll see what i mean because uh we actually cut back to the fight between dharma and shibuya and dharma tries to go in for a headbutt but shibuya easily deflects and uh, is able to throw dharma down pretty like hard into the couch oh yeah <laughs> she, she just, like, like flings, flings her, her. In- well she actually kicks her yeah and that's that sends her into the couch yeah but it's like she gets kick. launched from across the room into the couch yeah it's- yeah it's- oh. <laughs> She like ragdolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Daruma's been knocked around for a while, and mm-hmm. um, Shiba actually comments because it's something we actually see Daruma do often, where like she can't really keep her eyes open. Um, mm-hmm. After being hit a couple of times in a fight, and Shiba right. comments it on. She's like, "You can't really do anything if if your eyes are closed," and so Daruma <laughs> has to like force them open. And it goes for another headbutt, and then it cuts back to Maida, actually, um, mm-hmm. and she's leaving the hospital. And we get another one of those unnecessary flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> we just Yuko. saw this scene happen. Yeah. Um, of Yuko being like, I don't know what's bothering you, but... And I'm like, if it was a commercial break in between, I'd get it, you know? Yeah. But there That's isn't. A... <laughs> but it's not. It's the same section of the episode, and it's very annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the other two, we also get a couple more. It's of mm-hmm. Dharma actually talking to Maida and being like, I will be more, I will become serious. And that mm-hmm. uh, that one, I'm like, okay, it's been a while. Sure, we can mm-hmm. have that one. And then we get another flashback Yeah. after she like touches her the bracelets on her wrist. And we do see that other person again in a very mm-hmm. full shot. A little bit more color this time, too. Yeah, I was actually going to mention that. Is This is like, now it's in full color. Mm-hmm. And I, I would even say, like, this is kind of the show's way of, you know, showing us that, like, Maida's slowly, again, opening up, you know, mm-hmm. herself to feel, right? Mm-hmm. To make connections again. So, like, visually, it's telling us that. 
um, yeah. that she's willing to let a little bit of the door open up and and we mm-hmm. get to and, and that color comes in right and i think she's opening up to the audience as well you know mm-hmm. in in that way um at least the show's way of showing us visually that that that's what's mm-hmm. happening um Beautiful. and we get to see that unfold mm-hmm. um we cut back to dharma getting the shit kicked out of her and being yeah. stuck in this like fight ring that the Shibuya's gals have all like gathered in a circle. Uh huh. Yeah, they keep pushing her back into the ring, back towards Shibuya. Um, yeah, they do. Uh huh. And at one point, she gets knocked down completely by Shibuya, and then she starts getting back up. And Shibuya herself is like, "Man, you're really persistent." Yeah. <laughs> but Dharma's so weak and mm-hmm. from getting the shit kicked out of her that she tries to do one more headbutt, but Shibuya just very calmly like grabs her head as she tries to like actually hit her and just shoves her to the ground she's like oh, you're such a wimp yeah and then she's like yeah. all right this fight's over like she dusts off her hands and everything and then we see Maida actually start walking in yeah and um, Maida completely ignores Shibuya <laughs> yeah she does doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even spare a glance her way no even though Shibuya even is like my is like, oh, Maida's here. Like, she actually mm-hmm. says her name. Yeah. She doesn't even look at her. But she goes over to Dharma, who's on the floor, and actually leans down to pick her up and tells her, don't talk. Yeah. And starts picking her up, and, like, they start leaving the room. Shibuya isn't having that shit. Shibuya well, before, grabs before we... Both... Okay. Sorry, sorry. I don't no, mean to interrupt. Go. But I actually That's wanted okay. to... Like, the... When she says don't talk, I don't think she means, like, you know, stop speaking, but rather don't talk mm-hmm. because you're hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it but just comes I wanted... out as don't talk. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to note that this actually kind of feels like a callback to, like, that first episode where, you know, Dharma, like, had gotten the shit kicked out of her by Rapapa and got thrown down the stairs and Maida mm-hmm. had to, like... She forced Maida to carry her, right? Mm-hmm. And now Maida actively went to her and picked her up. You know, like, mm-hmm. I just think it's such a, a it's callback to that scene. Uh, it's so you know? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a showing the growth of their relationship. Sorry, I just I just wanted to mention no, that. Because no, that... it was something that I had noticed uh, when, no, when I was watching okay. this. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh... Continue. Because <laughs> that, that, that's not something that really, like, clicked for me. So. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So, as they start leaving, Shibuya is, like I said, she's not having that shit. She just grabs both of them and rips mm-hmm. them apart, sending yeah. Maida into her, like, girl gang and sending Dharma to the floor. And the two girls that Maida actually ends up backing up into, they actually grab her and hold yeah. her still. And mm-hmm. she was like, you keep ignoring me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then she says things like, I won't be satisfied unless I beat you. And Maida's like, girl, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and Dharma actually gets back up one more time. And she runs up to Shibuya and, like, grabs her from behind. And is like, wait, stop. I'm your opponent. Don't fi- Like, don't fight her. You're supposed to be fighting me. I'm, you know, I'm reclaiming my loss from you before. I'm not like how I used to be. And Shibuya's just like, get away from me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh she man. I mean, the floor. Ugh. Yeah, Shibuya just mocks her. You know, it's just like oh, turning yeah. your life around. Like, are you serious? I mean, that you know, and she says that 
Well, I actually want to mention this. Like, she says, are you serious, right? Like, yeah. you know, are you are you for real? Like, you must be joking. Like, look mm-hmm. at you, right? Like, that's stupid. Yeah, she, exactly. And, she belittles her and... Mm-hmm. And the, Dharma looks like she legitimately wants to cry, and I'm just like, yeah. no. <laughs> oh. I mean, I mean, I understand, because, like, that was the person that, you know, abused her before, mm-hmm. and yeah. now she's back in that situation, and it seems like, to her, maybe I'm not better, you know? Right. I'm not stronger yeah. than I was before, because she's beaten me, and also she's now mocking me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I get it why she would start to cry but yeah but it just it made me feel me. bad i was just like it no <laughs> uh, and the look like we panned her mida and she has this like very sorrowful look i mm-hmm. guess i don't want to say it's pity because i don't think it's that she pities dharma no but rather that I she i don't think so i rather that she's like man this is really messed up you know like mm-hmm. it's it's sad to her you know like but like legitimately not in a way to mock dharma or or Mm -hmm. feel you know like she's ashamed to be no like to know dharma or anything but rather that she's watching all this unfold and it's just like wow this is the worst you know like this sucks (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's it it hurts me (laughs) this whole scene hurts me yeah it's it's i don't know like it's not a like i will say like this fight is not the focus isn't, like, physical, right? The focus mm-hmm. is very much an emotional battle in the form of a physical one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. a little weird, but it's done in such a interesting way, and I, I don't think that it detracts necessarily from, from you know, the narrative. Um, but, you know, again, Shibuya tries to mock her and say, like, are you serious? You know, like, doing the, you know, majiska. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously might is trigger word but i actually want to mm-hmm. say i would argue that that doesn't that yeah, isn't what triggers her it, yeah i don't you know? think so in this case because she was already like had that same kind of sort of angry but also like you mentioned sorrowful look about what was happening right. i think she was already kind of was going to be ready to fight mm-hmm. at that point yeah. after they held they were holding her i think mm-hmm. she was already ready she was already, yeah, I I wanted to argue that she didn't get triggered by anything. It was just, she was that empathy that she felt for Dharma's struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing her trying to fight her past demons mm-hmm. in physical form, like, and seeing her lose. Like, it, it was, and seeing that Shibuya was mocking her for trying to, you know, better her mm-hmm. life. Like, I think that struck a chord with Maida so much. And this is the first time. Mm-hmm. It'd be the first time she actually chose to fight somebody. Right. It's, over, it's, you know, being triggered and then fighting somebody. And well, yeah. I mean, it's it's so different from being so forced good. to do it. She she yeah. You're right. She chose it. She chose to to take action. And mm-hmm. I I I guess that's what makes this this episode so good is because that Maida is choosing to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, and most instead of, of being she's forced kind of to do like, stuff, yeah. Um, there's a there's words for it. Um, like for the first, I'm gonna say it's the first half mm-hmm. of the show. Maida is a very reactive main character. Things are happening to her. She's not really doing anything about it, other than 
her proper I would say, reactions to I would them. say it's she's more of a passive character first. Reactive would be now she's doing things, wouldn't you say? Well, well, mm, no, that's not what I am kind of meaning. Um, I, I see this term a lot more with video game characters where it's like mm-hmm. there's the characters that go and do things, but they have like agency. They're doing it themselves. And that's not what we call a reactive character. I, there's another term for it. I don't remember what it is, but the reactive ones are the plot is happening around them and they are just reacting to the plot. What they're mm-hmm. doing has no effect on it. it but this case, it's a little bit different because, you know, Maida is um, is forced into fighting other people and that does have an effect on everyone else. But she herself isn't choosing to do so. Yeah. I wouldn't even say she's not even changing, if that makes sense. Like, yes. Like, nothing about her in these past five eps have showed any growth. Mm-hmm. I mean, there like, was a, a l- hints. There, hints there is here some. There, there is some here and there, to but yeah. Real, real growth until we've gotten to this episode where, you know, like we mentioned, she's now choosing to fight, mm-hmm. you know. In, in the place of Dharma because she, you know, empathizes with her about her struggles. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, makes the actual decision to do something and to take right. action. And it's so fucking good. It's so It good. is. It's really great. It's so good. Um, and so Maida gets out of the hold from the two girls that were trying to restrain her, like, really easily, too. She just shakes them off like if they were oh, yeah. nothing. Um, and she says her... Uh, famous words I am serious but it's said mm-hmm. with such a like with such conviction you know mm-hmm. like this is definitely a fight that means something to her rather than mm-hmm. it's just something like we said that she was she didn't choose to do right so she she takes off her glasses and again just drops it <laughs> and I cry <laughs> please don't do that I'm telling you um, they're fake it's fine I, no I'm pretty sure they are uh, I also agree that they're fake, but it's still, like, I'm like, come on. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, like, um, you have to live seriously or otherwise there's no point. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, don't laugh at people who are living seriously. And so Shibuya is like, yes, this is what I've wanted. So she's like, you know, you know mm-hmm. bring it, Maida. And Maida, they, they have a stare off for a little bit. Maida's trying... Uh, she was trying to coax Maida into fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maida does... They do kind of, like, walk in a circle to each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. Which I guess makes it much more of an official, like, one-on-one thing. It's like, Maida's officially walked into the ring. And mm-hmm. they're just standing there, staring at each other for a while. <laughs> a long while. Uh, <laughs> and Shibio's getting ready. And then Maida does something she's never done before. She starts parting her hair to the side and takes a step back and we start seeing clips of Dharma at the beginning of her fight, you know, pulling her hair back, getting ready to do a headbutt and Maida's even doing the same arm movements. Her stance is a little different than Dharma's. Um, yeah. Which might have just be, you know, personal taste. Um, mm-hmm. I think so. She's adding her own flair to it, but exactly. still staying um, true to uh, Dharma's move. Mm-hmm. She waits, and we see Dharma's face for a second, and mm-hmm. it we see her have this realization that this is Dharma's move she's using. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just so good. And then Shibuya actually calls her out on it. She's like, what are you doing? Are you trying to show that you're friends? Yeah. And she gets... I think she... Yeah, she's like, I don't I don't get it. And I'm like, well, that's because you're a bitch to everybody, of course. <laughs> of course I, I think part it. of it, like, Shibuya was like, oh, you're just trying to show off, whatever. Uh-huh. And then she tries to go in for, like, a punch, and that's Maida like, just run. steps in. Oh, it's so good. And lands and one big, giant headbutt that instantly KOs It Shibuya. instantly knocks out Shibuya, and oh, it's so good. I have I have a lot of feelings about this fight. Um, actually, conflicting feelings, but I'll save it for when we talk about it at the end. But it literally okay. knocks Shibuya out cold. Yeah, she like it was literally a one hit KO mm-hmm. by Maida, um, and Maida doesn't even spare enough time for Shibuya to possibly wake up before she's going to Dharma no. and helping her up and taking her out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And we we stay on Shibuya for a little bit. Her eyes snap open, though, and I'm just like, so, did time pass, or <laughs> um, did she just refuse to get up, or, like, what happened? I, yeah, that's, that's hard to tell. Because I was Cause just like, like, if, cause, like, if, if she time got had knocked passed, out... Yeah, but also, if, like, time had passed, wouldn't, like, one of her gal friend, gal girls, there we go, that's the one, uh, like, at least try to move her to the couch... <laughs> Maybe I don't Maybe. know. <laughs> Unless she's treated them all like shit, and she they just they're like that's what she deserves. That's <laughs> I, I that can see that. Case. I can see. Are they? Are she's too heavy for all of them? I don't know. Uh huh. That would be funny. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's what she deserves. Just keep. Her yeah. Up well, I mean, I don't know. Like it's like is the implication is that she got knocked out cold. Yeah. But then, like, her eyes snap open right like right away, so I'm just mm-hmm. like, uh, show. do I, you know what knocked out means? Or I know. If they had moved that shot, like, later in the episode, then I think yeah. it would have worked, because it would be like, okay, time has passed. Right. Um, but I think it might have just been better to not include it at all. Yeah, I think so, too. Because it would be they like, just... she's knocked out cold. Right. When you're not left out, her eyes you don't closed. wake up for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, especially with such blunt force to your own head, like yeah. there's a mark on Shibuya's forehead where she got hit. Mm-hmm. So it's like you would have been knocked out for a while. A while, yeah. Um, but we get a transition to uh, and Dharma. They're sitting somewhere i think it's actually near where they actually met the kabuki sisters <laughs> yeah i think so um it looks very familiar and yeah. daruma has the chicken wing chicken wing yeah. victory in her hand and she goes to take a bite and then she's like no uh atsune here you have it because you won mm-hmm. and maida shakes her head she's like mm-hmm. no no uh you eat it and there's a note here um Oh, yeah, this is a note. There, I... There's a note here, which is very important, um, mm-hmm. be- because, like, here, um, with the English language, we don't really have it as much. Um, I mean, yeah, we have, like, slang and stuff, but it's a little different. In Japanese, yeah. you could speak very formally to people. Like, mm-hmm. the words and the way you conjugate things are completely different than right. if you spoke to someone who was your friend. And the note says, Maida has started... Uh, using the form of speech, that means she is close 
that well that shows like friendship between her and Dharma, and it's just so good. Yeah, it makes oh. me cry. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm really glad that note was there because that's not something yeah. I would have picked up on. Yeah, because I mean, like, without the note, thank God for Subbers. Without the note, we, we would have just been, like, looking at the scene, like, okay, what happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so, like, Dharma actually gets this look on her face, like, oh, like, realization that, like, Maida has finally accepted her, you know, mm-hmm. as a friend. That, that Maida, you, you could even say that she's realized Maida respects her, you know, mm-hmm. to some degree. And Maida even turns to her and says, you won. You know, like, yeah. this was your win. Yeah, and then she gives her, like, the the world's fastest tiny smile. But it was yeah. a little smile, and I'm just it's like, oh. It's so subtle. I have to applaud Atsuko, the actress. Oh, my God, um, yeah. For this, because it's so good. Like, it's so easy to miss, but it's there, right? Mm-hmm. And you can get, like, a quick look at it. Um, mm-hmm. But she does smile at her, you know, like. And, and it's, there's it's also... Just, Great. Another thing I'm going to mention um, as we keep going, because Dharma starts, like, crying as she's eating mm-hmm. her chicken wing of victory. And it shows, actually, Atsuko for a lot of it. And I don't know if this is intentional, but you can kind of see Midas' eyes watering a little bit. Like, yeah, you can, actually. She's welling a little bit, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I want to Yeah, scream, I do see it. It is... Here. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to. No, I you you do see it if you stare enough at Maida and mm-hmm. you look and you look at her eyes and you see that they you know there there is a little bit of water there. And it's like, um, oh. Yeah. I no. It's. Happy and this is her. another another good moment um, mm-hmm. between both. They've had they both had such good moments this this episode. I would say this together. is probably their episode. To be honest, mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, like Shibio's the villain, and but we'll talk about it more at the end when we talk about her whole thing. But um, I would argue that this would is their episode. Yeah, it yeah. is their episode. Um, and Maida even, you know, she she turns away from Dharma and she's like, "I'm not as strong as you think that I am," you know. Mm-hmm. And it's such a like, she's showing, like, this vulnerability mm-hmm. that I don't think she's ever shown Dharma before. And no. Dharma actually kind of pauses in eating. Uh-huh. Um, watches and, like, her. Mm-hmm. Maida gets up and starts mm-hmm. to walk away. And Dharma actually gets up and is giving her, like, this really sad look. Because mm-hmm. I think she kind of un- understands the significance. I don't think Dharma's a complete idiot in that sort- mm-hmm. form of sense. But I was also wondering... um, I have it in my notes where it's like, does Dharma understand that she might have not, might have, could possibly also be meaning not just physically, but also mentally. Like, I'm not it's as strong as you think I am. Possible. So um, I, I'm just I'm like, does Dharma understand that? I know she understands how, like, significant this is for Maida to say it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm just like, do you understand the weight of what she means by that. Well, I feel like I don't know if Dharma would really understand it, but I, she would at least understand that Maida admitting that is a big mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Partly because Dharma doesn't know, right? She doesn't know Maida's history. She doesn't know mm-hmm. why Maida is closed off, why the, she is the way that she is or what happened to her. So I don't think that she would necessarily know, but I think that she would mm-hmm. at least get the hint of, oh, that's that's a big thing for her to tell me. You know, mm-hmm. um, but 
the also the way that she said it, you know, with mm-hmm. such weight in it, um, with such sadness, I think that Dharma can kind of clue into there's something deeper in that meaning, mm-hmm. um, but maybe not necessarily know all the details of it. Yeah, and and just moving on, Maida pulls out her glasses, and I would like to point out she did not pick them up. <laughs> On her way out. so I'm She like, did not. No, she didn't. <laughs> I'm like, did you just have another pair? Did you just have I a mean, second pair this whole if time? If we're going with the theory that they're fake, I'm sure she has like a bunch of the same pair. <laughs> One of her the... drawers and her dresser at home. Yeah. Just, these glasses. just all glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I could see it. Um, yeah. I mean, she keeps throwing them around everywhere. So probably. Yeah. At one point, I mean, I'm sure she's just got like a whole. Mm-hmm. Ex- whole bunch of backups ready just in case mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, Daruma just watches Atsuko go and then it cuts to Yuko actually and she's mm-hmm. in her she's actually in her hospital room looking out from the window and we hear Sato's voice come in saying so Shibuya was beaten oh no sorry that was Yuko but Sato's there going Yes, because Sato's there to tell her, hey, Shibuya yeah. lost. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, word got around. Like, like mm-hmm. this whole thing about, like, oh, no one's going to know. I'm like, first of all, like, you have a you have a gal gang and those gals talk. Like, oh, you're telling yeah. me they're not going to say, they're not going to tell the world that you got your ass beat. But even then, mm-hmm. like, thinking about this whole plan with, you know, beating Maida quietly... Like, that wouldn't have worked either, you know? No. Like, you know everyone would have found out eventually. Because Yankees talk, you know? And, uh... So, there was definitely... Definitely, you know... There's a lot of flaws, you know, in that plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the get-go. But yeah, it's just something Shibuya, in her anger, probably didn't realize. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you um, know, and like with Nezumi manipulating her, like I, I imagine exactly. she gave no thought to that at all. But yeah, exactly. so, so of course, you know, Sato got word that Shibuya got her ass kicked in one mm-hmm. hit. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's probably so mad. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, she went. She's telling Yuko, and then Yuko mm-hmm. isn't really giving any acknowledgement after Sato says. Yes, Shibuya was beaten. Um, mm-hmm. But Sato, bringing the whole episode into like a full circle for them in particular, mm-hmm. Sato says, I want to view Majijo from the top with you once more. And... Her cries. Uh, <laughs> gay eggs. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that actually that actually elicits a reaction from Yuko because Yuko yes. actually turns around. Mm-hmm. Um, or not turns around, but like tilts her head towards Sato in acknowledgement of that desire. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least in her own subtle way of doing Mm -hmm. it. Um, But Yuko Yuko doesn't say anything as Sato says, you know, excuses herself out of the room Mm -hmm. and Yuko's left to watch you know, outside of the window as Sato walks away. Ugh! Get angst. Um... (laughs) And then it cuts to Maida, actually, and she's walking to her bench in the courtyard where she sits in and reads. But there's somebody at the one she normally sits at. Because there's two benches. Mm-hmm. There's Someone's two benches, sitting yeah. in her spot. <laughs> Reading as well. <laughs> Reading. Yep. 
and we get this cool shot when Maida sits down on the ne- the other bench because mm-hmm. of them doing the same thing. They're sitting and reading, and we get a note actually about the book this other girl is reading. It's yeah. called Beneath the, the Wheel. Um, I don't remember his first name, but last name is Hesse, and it's about a boy who excels at academic studies. Um, and because he concentrates on that too much, he ends up with no friends and doesn't have a lot of personal development. And it's just like, nice way to call out Mida. <laughs> right? Well, I think it's, well, really it's the, the whole book is, is a criticism of an educational system that pushes academics primarily. Uh-huh. And I guess you could even say that's a call out to the Japanese school system or really, mm-hmm. you know, like it, in that way, I guess it's sort of a call out to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I guess it could be also a call out to Maida's character, um, mm-hmm. though I think Maida's situation is slightly different than that. But mm-hmm. I I can see it being a a, a reference to it. Mm-hmm. We we just keep getting shots between the two of them, and this other girl like looks up towards Maida and smiles. Oh, we don't actually get a photo like a name card for her. Never mind. We only got dance today. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we don't I, get. I a, thought we don't get. A I thought card. we. I thought we did. That's my mistake. I thought we got one for this character. Um, no, we don't. But Maida actually looks up at her and gives her like a "What are you staring?" Like it's a very oddly kind of stern look. It might she might be kind of scowling because it's bright outside, mostly because mm-hmm. it's the middle of the day. Um, yeah, but she looks at the bench where the other girl is sitting, and she's gone. Yeah, like. Maya doesn't even get to be like, oh, what are you looking at? It's just mm-hmm. because there's nobody there by the time she looks up. But even mm-hmm. though I get the sense that Maya felt that she was being stared at, but then when she looked up, the girl was already gone. So mm-hmm. it's definitely like an interesting scene, like Makes for like very... camera wise, you know, like yeah. I think it was such a, a great cinematography scene. Mm-hmm. And we don't get a lot of those in these first few seasons, but this is one of them. Where mm-hmm. I actually really just enjoyed this sort of cinematography that happened between the two of them. Because it's it's such an odd scene. It feels like it's kind of like building up to something. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it feels like it's a little bit out of place. It does. So, especially since it's the end of the episode. But that's but why I does... say it's building up mm-hmm. to something. Because it's implying that something else is going to go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that there's something... We're definitely like we're missing pieces, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like the show's leaving a thread for something else, you know. Mm-hmm. Is how I see it. I yeah, I I can agree. And then our last scene of this episode, because mm-hmm. this podcast episode has been going on forever, but there's been a lot to talk about, so that's <laughs> why. Um, it cuts to the Rappaport call room, and Sato is walking in, and. Mm-hmm. I would like to note that there's no words that are said at all. There's so much sexual tension, though. Oh, God, <laughs> so yes. I'm so much. glad <laughs> you noticed it. God. Um, so Sada walks in, and the camera pans up, like, from her feet all the way up to her face of Black sitting on the bench. And she looks over to Sato, and it cuts to Sato just looking at her. And Black just gets it. Black stands up, immediately understands what she means, and walks out. And mm-hmm. it ends with a shot of Yuko's chair 
and the only sounds we're hearing is the clacking of Black's high heels. And that's it. (laughs) The episode ends. (laughs) But God, there's so much tension there. I'm just like... There was so much, like, I don't even know. I was just like, whoa. Like, I didn't notice it, like, the first few times I had watched this season, and and now, like, I was watching this episode... (laughs) And I now was just you can like, maybe wow. understand why for a while, like, <laughs> uh, Subtle Black was one of my, like, strongest rare pairs that I kept showing. Oh my god. <laughs> it just was like, Jesus. <laughs> I, have pic- I have pictures, I don't know where they are, um, of me watching this show, and they were Snapchats. <laughs> it was oh just god. those two. I have... I have one in mind in particular somewhere. I hope I still mm-hmm. have it and I haven't deleted them. If I find them, I will show them to you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the episode ends. We get the mm-hmm. behind the scenes of the making of in the credits. Yeah. And then we get a preview for next episode. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Uh, We get to see Yuko and Sato fighting together. We get to see Black finally in action. We see Mm -hmm. Yuko in an arcade. Sato have a really sad look. Yuko and Sato fighting each other. Yeah. (laughs) Chokoku makes another appearance. I forgot she shows Mm -hmm. up again. Um, Yeah, she does. We quickly see Sato slap Yuko. Why? I don't know. (laughs) We're going to find out. Uh, Yuko and Maida are spending more time together. And then... Mm -hmm. uh, it ends with a shot of Maida running. Yeah. To what? We'll have to to find what? Out. We don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> we will find out next next episode. So yep. stick stick around for that. Um, All right. Now this was this is a good ep. This is I, a I very like good episode. Um, especially compared to the last episode. I was gonna actually compare it a little bit because it's like last episode we were complaining about mm-hmm. how there was too much going on mm-hmm. that weren't connected other than a very measly thing of the that's where the um i forgot her name but the yabukune girl got the money to pay nezmi to get the oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh-huh um, sanai yeah thank you yeah. Uh, where sanai got the money to pay nezmi for the information that was the right. tiniest connection we got where this episode it's very all fitted fitted in together beautifully. Right. Everything everything Everything's is connected. In, everything yeah. fits. Everything uh, involves the rest yeah. of the conflict. Mm-hmm. And it's and it nothing delicious. feels <laughs> just tacked on. Everything yes. feels like it was meant to be there and it had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Which I could really appreciate because I know sometimes we talk about things that are like, why is this even here? Was mm-hmm. this here to just fill the runtime? That kind of yeah. thing. But this one, uh, other than maybe watching Nezumi dance, I <laughs> yeah. think didn't have any. You know, actually, I I could I I could argue that that's actually um, that those scenes are meant to sort of mirror all the tension that's happening um, mm-hmm. between Shibuya mm-hmm. getting ready to fight um, the the gal gang uh, going to get Maida and then the tension dying because of Dharma's interruption. Oh yeah. Like I I can see that being a sort of uh, just a visual cue for the audience. Mm -hmm. It's not very strong though. I I will say it's not necessary, but I can see like artistically 
why they put that in there. But that's just my argument, you know, for yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's a good argument. It's fair. Um, <laughs> I just don't, a part of me is like, oh, did we need to see her dance for that long? No, we didn't. <laughs> that, that's, that's my, my thing about it. Um, but it's literally one of my few complaints about this episode. My other one is a little bit with the fight, a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. like I call it, fight in quotations between Maida and Shibuya. Um, mm-hmm. But it kind of gets outweighed by, you know, like you had said, it's a fight of emotions more than a physical fight, but it does mm-hmm. manifest in a physical form. Um, yeah. So I mean, I mean, let's talk about this that, fight since we have okay. to rate it anyway, right? This is true. Like, I I say this is the one headbutt to rule them all because <laughs> it's. I mean, you're right. I mean, like I can see the argument of like, oh, this fight sucked. Like this fight, you know, was weak. Like, isn't she supposed to be like a queen? Isn't she supposed to be strong? But again, mm-hmm. this isn't a fight about. Like I said, it's not a physical fight. Uh, rather, that's not the focus, right? Yeah. We've, this whole episode, building up to this point, has been, um, like, the discussion of these emotions, of, of being a better mm-hmm. person, of of showing vulnerability, of friendship, really. And, and Asuka is, it's also, you know, for as much as this is a fight about Dharma versus Shibuya, this is also a fight about... Asuka versus allowing herself to feel, right? Mm-hmm. Allowing herself to open up. And this is very much a fight that she won, you know, that she allowed herself to to act and fight for, not for herself, but for somebody else who mm-hmm. she considers to be a friend. And that's growth for her. And I think that that fight did such a great, was such a great way of showing how much she's growing as a person, mm-hmm. right? How she's moving past her own trauma, um, slowly, you know, she's definitely not there yet, but she's allowing herself, um, the capacity to show her emotions to other people, right? Um, to feel a connection again, to, to have friends again. Mm-hmm. And I think that this fight did such an amazing job of doing that. And again, it was a fight that didn't feel like it was just tacked on last minute. Yeah. Right? Like, like episode like five's episode. fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this fight had meaning. It had purpose. It it was it meant it was meant to fulfill a role for something in this story mm-hmm. narratively, and I think it did such a great job. Um, would I have loved to have seen Shibuya actually show her full range of power? Yeah, I think I, I would have loved to have seen that. However, mm-hmm. this was again not a fight of that was, you know that 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 wasn't this kind of fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and sadly for Shibuya, she doesn't get another chance to really showcase. No. What she's got this season, right? Or even next season. I would I argue next season too. <laughs> um, but, but again, like this, this episode was well done that I can overlook. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Overlook it, right? Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, that's um, the. I agree, and that's why I said I have very complicated feelings about it because I like how you immediately said my. <laughs> my negative feeling towards it uh was because it's like this is the it is the first of the queens you know it's a right, significant yeah. fight they even mention like bungee it's a bungee that says oh yeah this means it's, it's more with the queens now mm-hmm. you know yeah so it's, it's supposed to it's supposed to be significant in the arc of 
the school. Right. Um, you know, so seeing it end so fast, just between Maida and Shibuya, if we're not including the entire part with Doruma, is a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. Especially for me, who really likes well, Rapapa. Uh, but I've I heard get those it. complaints before. You I know? get it. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. I get it, and I, I was more upset, you know, before when I first watched it, because those were my complaints, you know. Mm-hmm. This wasn't, like, I remember, I was one of those people that was like, okay, this isn't a very good fight because of that. Mm-hmm. But rewatching it, like you had said, it it's has a purpose, and it mm-hmm. does that purpose and job very well. Right. Uh, so, in my opinion, like, um, my, my, feeli- my complicated feelings about it, mm-hmm. it's not as much as it was before it definitely i agree with you now more than i would have like four years ago when i first watched it um i mean it's a valid thing to think about though yes Uh, Um, i do but i do like this fight i before mm -hmm. i hated it but i do like this fight for the reason of it's an important moment for dharma and maida's relationship for maida as a person Mm -hmm. um Especially because now, like we said, she is now taking action mm-hmm. to fight for someone she actually considers a friend, like you mentioned. And I mean, you, your your complaints about the fight, I mean, like I said, it's something I heard before mm-hmm. from other people. Um, but it's 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 valid in its own way because it's like they're building this up. And, yes, that is you true. Know, and then it ends with a headbutt. It ends up with a one-hit KO and it mm-hmm. feels kind of like cheating. But if, you know, and a lot of people feel that way, right? With mm-hmm. this fight, they're like, oh, she should have, you know, it should have went differently. But I, I wouldn't really have changed it because, again, like we, we keep mentioning, you know, this is a different type of fight. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not necessarily obvious to people, right? It's not very obvious yeah. to the audience. This is very like, much more it, subtle. It took, it took me a couple of times. Like I said, I didn't really get that until I rewatched it for this, that it is a mm-hmm. different kind of fight, you know? Yeah. Um, um, and it's a necessary one, right? Because mm-hmm. this is launching them into the war. And so mm-hmm. I forgive it for that, for hyping it up a little bit too much. Because it is launching them into the next fights with the rest of the queens who just end up becoming even harder and harder. Like, you know, it's like a boss uh-huh. level, right? You're, you're slowly yeah. increasing this the is, difficulty as you this go. This is the boss rush. <laughs> yeah, season. exactly. So um, uh. it does sort of propel us forward into it. Mm-hmm. I will say, uh, like I said, it, it does fulfill a purpose. It's just not one that people will pick up on if they're not necessarily paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. I think, um, since we were talking about it, I think it's kind of in the same vein of how a lot of people complained about Maida not having emotions. Right. Expressive. It's a subtle mm-hmm. thing that you would have to rewatch multiple right times and i really actually do. think it speaks a lot of atsuko's skill as an actress oh, because even though at this point this was i mean she had been doing um some acting gigs a little bit before this mm-hmm. but this is probably her biggest one in her career as an idol mm-hmm. right um at the start right she got more gigs later oh, on yeah, of course um but like you 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 it's easy to miss all those small little cues that she gives you about mm-hmm. Maida. Um, but it 
it she does such an amazing job when you start actually paying attention and looking at it mm-hmm. um like, so i, I really think people's complaints about her not Dharma. having emotions uh-huh. yeah it's just and, not valid dude you know like yeah it, it's she, definitely, she does have emotions mm-hmm. they're just so subtle that yeah and i mean i don't fault a lot of people for having those complaints Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of them only watched it once and the, right. of course because we're here in the west we only see our versions of complaints so mm-hmm. a lot of people watched it with subtitles and you kind and when you're focusing on the subtitles sometimes you can't catch things like right that. that's true that's very true so um. i don't really fault them completely mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> true their their complaints aren't true but it's right. not everyone has watched the season about 20 times like I have. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, know, no, so. I I can understand that. Yeah, I think that's that's true. But again, like it's Maida just has like a very subtle way of showing what she mm-hmm. feels. Um, and we can't really write her off as emotionless because she's actually mm-hmm. not. Um, she's actually easily angered (laughs) she's easily annoyed um (laughs) and i would even say she's easily like how do i say this like not triggered um but rather easy to provoke in some sense yeah yeah she definitely but she definitely is kind of easy to provoke because it's like in a lot of cases like we saw with chokoku we saw with Gakaran, they just had to say the word serious, and then she was willing mm-hmm. to fight them. Right. You know. And I think that speaks to her Yankee past, because mm-hmm. even though she doesn't look like a Yankee uh, now, in the present uh-huh. day, she was one, and she still is one, technically. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you can just dismiss that and let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely, like, I think those are, like, parts of her old self that kind of flash through. That we see, but again, they're subtle, so easy mm-hmm. to miss. Okay. Well, now that we've talked about the fight, do you want to rate it? Well, I did rate it. It was like, I said, like, the one headbutt. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. okay. I you didn't, didn't rate it. So, I'm going to rate it 100 buckets full of my tears. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> because that's just how much I started. Like, I, honest to god, I feel like this is the first time watching this episode for Mm -hmm. watching this because there was so much more like especially the emotional side that Mm -hmm. i didn't get before even in the billion times i've watched it um Mm -hmm. and in my defense also a lot of the times i watched this episode i kind of just watched the beginning and the end because i was watching the the sutter yuko scenes because of course i did Uh (laughs) of course (laughs) of course i did um but it felt like watching it again and it this time really, like, hit me about the emotions between Daruba and Maida. So the fight made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's why I rate it the 100 buckets full of my tears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's there's a lot to this episode. This is a very long one. Um, there, it is, but I think... It's you know, an important one. It's, so it's, it's important. Okay. You know, it's okay like you said, it, it is a while. turning point in the story. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also a turning point, t- turning point in the style of writing. I feel like a different team wrote this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, um, especially after the last one. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's a complete 180 because yeah. last episode, things, like I've mentioned, things don't really fit well together. Think mm-hmm. Definitely a lot of things going to be taken out. There was too much going on. For this one, it was, things were happening, but everything was there for a purpose. Everything fit everything together. Everything was cohesive. Was, yes, um, it was beautiful. Um, I don't know if you had any, did you do the magic counter this I week? I did not. We've got okay. eight. The Maji count for this week is eight. Oh, wow. It almost hits the nine mark, yep. I think, is what we're trying it's to beat. Our, it's our second highest. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. That's about it for this episode. Thank Anything you. else? Um, or you good? <laughs> uh, I mean, I could talk forever about Shibuya because I've had billions of discussions with people because of this fight specifically mm-hmm. of oh I get okay you know what I'm gonna talk about it since like I said I was going to actually okay was of what because if this episode if you take it on a face value with that fight mm-hmm. is if Shibuya is that weak why was she in Rapapa mm-hmm. several options one she was the next strongest you know it's sure there might have been this huge divide maybe um, but mm-hmm. she's the next strongest. She gets put in. But what you would just you would said talking about the fight, Shibuya doesn't get a chance to show her full strength. Um, right. You know. So it's not necessarily fair to say that in that case. Mm-hmm. But I was like I started thinking about earlier because you were talking about the Gal Gang. Um, maybe maybe she you know because I. Maybe not physically weakest, because I would definitely pit that for Torigoya. Um, mm-hmm. And but... we haven't really seen much of Torigoya, but I will mention that, like, her... Torigoya's a different kind of Yankee. <laughs> she's We're a different, yeah, she's definitely a different kind of Yankee. Not one necessarily for strength, mm-hmm. I will say, but I, I won't get more into that we'll, right we'll now. Get I'll there. get into that We'll get later. there in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. We're getting close. Um, uh, but what you were mentioning about the girl gang is that maybe the reason why Shibuya was really added into Rapapa is because she had this gal gang. And so mm-hmm. she was a good way to get information for other schools yeah. and that kind of I thing. mean, I could I can she, definitely see if that. If she had it beforehand, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about Shibuya, to be honest. Uh <laughs> We don't, we don't know if she had it beforehand, because if so, that would be a good thing. And Yuko, I like to think, is a little bit smarter than she lets on. Um, mm-hmm. we, we'll see it a lot more next episode. Um, yeah. But Yuko, surprisingly, is a kind of a planner. And so I would think, if she had that kind of thing, she would have been like, I need you on my team, because you can give me information that I need. I will argue that Shibuya did have it because mm-hmm. they mentioned, you know, Dharma being a slave right. and who knows how long that yeah, was ago, right? That's true. So I, I'm assuming that Shibuya's had connections with people, you know, for a long time or that she's mm-hmm. just very good at it. You know, we don't see mm-hmm. it, you know, but we see that she has like there's elements there pointing to she has a lot of connections to a lot of people mm-hmm. and yeah, then- that's beneficial for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. in the position that she's in. Okay, then yeah, I would say that that's actually probably the most likely 
reason mm-hmm. Hugo would bring her in. Um, yeah. It's an excellent reason. Um, this didn't end up very much of a conversation between the two of us talking about it. Like, I thought it would end up being, but it's okay. Uh, uh, well, no. I mean, I I said what I needed to say about this episode. <laughs> yeah, that, that's um, I feel fair. like I talked that's too fair. much, actually. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, we've both talked a lot, so... Well, yeah. Um, it, it's an episode that has a lot of things to discuss. I think it has a lot of interesting things. I mm-hmm. think this is one of the things... It's one of the episodes where Maji shines the most... Uh, oh yeah you know so oh, far definitely. anyway it's... I, I think this is probably one of the best episodes of the season mm-hmm. overall i would say yeah um i think it's so definitely too. one of the strongest yeah i agree um but if we have nothing else to discuss no um, I, i'm done about my rant okay <laughs> okay Shibuya. i'm good okay uh, um i'm sorry i just have a lot of feelings about no it's, it's all in general. Good. that's that's kind of the point of this podcast is that That's we have true. too many feelings about this stupid show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we gotta let it out somehow. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, L, where can we find you on the uh, interwebs? You, you can find me at AlmightyYuna at Twitter.com and, by extension, AlmightyYuna at Tumblr.com. I don't really post much on Tumblr anymore, but I am most active on Twitter. I actually just finished uploading all of my old Maji art. Uh, one Go check thing... it out. <laughs> Thank you. It's all of it's old, except like one thing, which was like my first foray into animation. Um, <laughs> so it's not the best, but I've got some more things I want to upload. They're not Maji related, but they are forty-eight G related. So if you're interested. I've got that. Um, what about you, Raiden? Oh, Where okay. Can we find um, you? Yeah, so you can find me at majidayo at twitter.com, M A J I D A Y O O. I'm also on Tumblr as Suspicious Warrior Honmayan, no spaces, no capitals, all together uh, on tumblr.com. Um, I don't think I'm working on anything right now. It's like, you know, the holidays, so I've been mm-hmm. just not doing much <laughs> uh well i mean i have fic i have some old fics up on ao3 mm-hmm. on uh don't read them they're awful read but them. i'm telling you anyway <laughs> uh you can find a link on our website on our uh podcast website i have a link on there in the mm-hmm. about page um also follow us um on our podcast twitter at oh yeah our twitter podcast at twitter.com mm-hmm. That way, if you guys, you know, like listening to us and you want to know when these episodes come out, we always post when they're up on that Twitter. Yep. So you can also send us questions if you want to majidayothepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can questions can be there. anything about the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can complain about our opinions there. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can complain about our opinions if you want. But yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. It's a long ep, but it, oh. it's a very interesting one. Uh, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen that episode in a while, please, uh, please go back. Please and go back it. and see it. It's it's such a good one. Um, but yeah, so I hope you guys have an awesome day or night, whatever, midday, <laughs> <laughs> or how about just an awesome Maji day? <laughs> we'll see you. <ya. laughs>